so uh let's talk about this uh these things going on in texas and mississippi with the uh, mask mandates and stuff like that um this is from nbc news the governors of texas and mississippi both announced on tuesday they would be lifting their state's mask mandates and rolling back many of their covid19 health mandates just one day after the cdc warned against complacency in the face of emerging coronavirus variants it is now time to open texas 100 percent Texas Governor Greg Abbott said Tuesday afternoon at Montelongo's Mexican restaurant in Lubbock. Uh, COVID has not suddenly disappeared, he said, but slate, but state mandates are no longer needed. Uh, shortly after Abbott's announcement, Governor Tate Reeves announced that he would end Mississippi's statewide mask mandate effective Wednesday of this week. Our hospitalizations and case numbers have plummeted and the vaccine is being rapidly distrib- distributed. Reeves tweeted, it is time. On Monday, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky strongly cautioned against the very rollbacks that Abbott and Reeves were about to implement. Um, way to go, Texas and Mississippi. Way to go. Um, I, I expect, you know... For the rest of this week, there's going to be a, uh, some other states, especially kind of like in the South and uh, and uh, the uh, the Midwest, that are also going to join the ranks here. Governor Greg Abbott put it best. You know, it's time. You know, it's time to, you know, you know, you know, it, it's it's now time to open Texas 100 percent. Yes, there are new variants, but that's what that's what viruses do. They mutate. Diseases mutate. Once again, Democrats want lockdown forever. Well, you know we might, you know we might need even after everyone's vaccinated, we'll still need to we'll still need to social distance and wear masks and and you know, see they, they, they have no intention of ending it. Because again, this is not about safety. This is about control. This is about eliminating your liberties, my, uh, my liberties. It's about control. What you do inside your home, outside your home. What you can do when you go to the gym. If you can go to the gym. What you can, what you can do at the movies. Going to the grocery store. Going shopping. Just going about your everyday life, it's about control. These mandates have to stop. COVID is not going anywhere. It It is going to stay and it is going to continue to mutate. But we are not just going to keep walking around with masks on. We're not going to do it. I completely and totally applaud applaud these. And let me let me say this. I've been very very clear about this. Um, if someone wants to wear a mask, go right ahead. If someone does not want to wear a mask, I'm not going to hold it against them. I have no problem with it. Here's the thing: people 
Again, government should not really tell people what they can and cannot do. For the most part. People are, let people choose. I am an adult. You that are listening, you're likely an adult. You can choose for yourself. Do you want to wear a mask? Okay, yeah, you can. Do you not want to wear a mask? Okay, you don't have to. That's how it should be. There are people who come in, um, you know, who go into stores and they may wear a mask. They may not wear a mask. Me, uh, personally, if, if someone comes up to me and they don't have a mask on, I don't care. I'll talk to them and, you know, you know, joke with them. And if someone is wearing a mask, I'll talk with them. I'll joke with them. I'll treat them, you know, equally. I don't care if you don't have a mask or if you do have a mask. I'm an adult. You're an adult. They are an adult. And kids, I don't care. I'm not, you know, pe- people aren't really afraid of this. It's about control. It's like, well, well, we'll do as you're told. It's like, that's just absurd. It's just absurd. Here's a quote from uh, Rochelle Walensky. Uh, quote, I'm really worried about reports that more states are rolling back the exact public health measures we've recommended to protect people from COVID-19. Walensky said at the daily White House COVID-19 briefing, Please hear me clearly, Walensky said. At this level of cases with variants spreading, we stand to completely lose the hard-earned ground we have gained. President Joe Biden echoed those concerns Tuesday, even as he announced the U.S. will have enough COVID-19 vaccine doses for every adult by the end of May. This fight is far from over, Biden said. Though we celebrate the news, I urge all Americans, please keep washing your hands, stay social distance, wear masks. I'm all for washing your hands. You should have been washing your hands before we even knew what COVID was. Uh, no, don't social distance. You don't have to. That's, that's, a, see, here's my question. Here's my question to, to, to Democrats. You're saying, okay, we're not, we're not, we're not out of the woods yet. But you're also saying, okay, even, even when everyone's vaccinated, which obviously is, is not going to be a thing. Because not even not everyone even gets the you know their flu shot every year, so you're saying okay, well, in 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 the scenario that every single every single person is indeed vaccinated, you still should not visit grandma. You still not you still should not visit grandpa. You should still wear a mask and you should still social distance. So when exactly? Joe Biden, when exactly, Miss Walensky, when do we go back to doing what we did before? If, if taking the vaccine still means I have to wear a mask and social distance, why take the vaccine at all? Why risk it? Like, what's the point? It is completely and totally absurd. Way to go, Texas and Mississippi. More states, more states will join. Will join. And here's what's going to happen. Uh, Democrat, uh, Democrat uh, states, they will follow. Eventually, because 
again, I have an episode uh, before my hiatus where I talked about how uh, Democrat-run areas run people away. People have been uh, attracted to uh, red states and red cities, and they've been leaving blue states and blue cities. That's saying something. So with Texas saying, okay, you know what? You don't need to wear a mask. That's That right there is going to be enough to cause people to, you know, move there. Texas is already, you know, beginning to boom in terms of population. California is, you know, it's going down the drain. People are leaving. And Gavin Newsom calls Texas absolutely reckless for lifting COVID rules. This is from Politico. California Governor Gavin Newsom chided his Texas counterpart on Tuesday for lifting coronavirus restrictions, saying the change risked a viral resurgence. While Newsom did not specifically name Texas or its Republican Governor Greg Abbott, it was clear Newsom's rebuke was aimed at Abbott's decision to lift a mask mandate and allow businesses to operate at full capacity. Earlier in the day, Newsom reacted to Abbott's move by tweeting, Absolutely reckless. We're never going to subscribe to the point of view of some other states. There was one large state today that said no masks. Everything goes back to normal in the midst of a pandemic. Newsom told reporters in San Luis Obispo after touring a vaccination site noting that Texas has higher test positivity and death rates than California. Newsom also suggested that Abbott's decision could lead to the type of resurgence that led the California governor to impose a second statewide lockdown that lasted nearly two months this winter. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is from someone who's coming, who lives in California. I've been here the entire time. Lockdowns do not work. They don't work. Having a curfew for, which I never understood. Why did we ever have a curfew? What does that have to do with anything? Mr. COVID doesn't have to sleep. Well, you got to be, you know, you got to be off the roads by 10, you know, between, and I can't remember the hours. I think it was like from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. You you know, you shouldn't be on the road. And it's like, does, does that, does that, it, 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 it's so, so, so stupid. And again, it's policies like this that cause California to lose part of its population. This, it's policies like this that make people say, you know what? This sucks. This is stupid. Again, I talk, I talk to a lot of people every single day. Liberals, conservatives, independents. All of them, to some degree or another, some more than others are saying, look, this is ridiculous. Like, li- like lift everything. Like, let us do what we do. COVID's not going... COVID is pretty much now going to be... It's going to be like the flu. We got we to get a flu shot every year. It's going to keep... It's going to keep mutating. It's going to keep evolving. That's just what it does. 
So now you're going to come out and say, well, you know, it's really just, uh, yeah, we, we, we gotta, we gotta stay closed. You still gotta wear a mask. Yeah, everyone's vaccinated. Uh, but you still have to stay 20,000 feet apart and, um, you still gotta wear a mask. You can't work out in the gym. Um, you can't really go to movies and do the things that you normally do. It's absolutely asinine. Democrats want lockdown forever. I completely and totally applaud Texas and Mississippi. More states will follow suit and should follow suit. Okay, um... The NBA has a problem. Um, I haven't been watching basketball, uh, mostly because, um, and, you know, they got political and stuff like that. Like, that's, to me, that's really annoying. Sports and politics, they should stay separate. Again, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that uh, athletes should not have political points of view. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, People watch sports to escape the real world. People get off work, they get out of traffic, and they just want to sit down and watch the game. Sports is a way of escape. It's nice. Don't bring politics into sports. Okay. Now, let me say this. Um... But the reason I haven't been watching basketball, aside from politics, um, there's no fans, really. It's a joke. It's, it's a complete joke. What's, what, what, what I'm seeing on TV, to me, I, I would describe them as scrimmages. They're high-intensity scrimmages. And it's like, no, fans are a huge part of the game. Fans have that, that atmosphere. You know, they bring, they bring the atmosphere. They bring the attention. They bring... They help, they help the momentum shift. Fans are a huge part of the sport. Okay, so that's why I don't really watch basketball right now. Because it's it's just hard to look at. Everyone's social distance, uh, you're wearing a mask on the sideline. And everyone just looks like a complete idiot. Um, but the NBA has a problem with referees. Um, it's been going on for years. Uh, but I, I, I just have to talk about it now. I have to, I, I, I can't take it anymore. Um, Devin Booker was ejected. He was ejected for bouncing the ball at a referee. He didn't chuck it at his head. He literally did a he did he did a bounce pass and he was ejected. He received a double technical and was ejected. It's it's Let me say this. Players get fined. Coaches get fined. Teams get fined, owners get fined, 
GMs get fined. What is and 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 also players are criticized, coaches are criticized, owners are criticized, the commissioner is criticized, but for some reason refs are not allowed to be fined or criticized. That to me is absurd. It's completely and totally absurd. They're not the refs aren't Jesus Christ. They're not perfect. They make mistakes. I'm not saying being a ref is easy, but I see some calls that refs make and I'm like, you have to be kidding me. He got eject He got ejected for I don't don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. So it happened uh it happened, you know, it I, just go watch it. Just I don't want to describe it. I want you to uh, I want you to just pause this for now if you haven't seen it and just go look up Devin Booker uh, ejection. Um, Devin is D E V I N Booker like book E R. Look, just look it up. It is laughable. It is utterly laughable. The NBA needs to fix this. Refs should no longer be untouchable. And again, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna find refs, okay, I don't like it, but allow the refs to be criticized. Every single person can be criticized. A player can be criticized, a coach can be criticized, an owner can be criticized, an executive can be criticized, a GM can be criticized, but for some unknown reason. A referee cannot be criticized. That's absurd. Refs make mistakes too. Umpires make mistakes too. They do. They're hu- they're human. And as a human, you should be subject to criticism. To to be fine because it's like, well, you you can't say anything bad about the referees. Why not? It, it makes no sense to me. And let me say this. If it makes sense to you, please email me. Reach out to me. Like, like talk to me. Ask sologreen at outlook.com. Please explain it to me. Everyone else can be criticized. Everyone else can get fined. But the refs, oh, dear Lord. Dear Lord, you, 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 you better not criticize them. It's completely and totally absurd. The NBA needs to fix this. Refs make some bad calls. Refs, the, the refs, they, they are unbelievably soft. I mean, I mean they're, they're just getting softer and softer. And it's, and really, a lot of a lot of referees i truly believe it's a power trip to them because they understand well if you criticize me you're going to lose money you're not allowed to touch me um you can't get you can't get confront you know you can't get uh physical with me you can't confront me um so really i'm untouchable i can do to you but you can't do to me i can i can give it but i don't have to receive it
And that is wrong. Referees need to be able to be criticized. Let me let me say this. If I if I'm an NBA player or an owner or a GM or a coach and a, and a ref makes a decision that can that that has an outcome on the game. They have I I I personally would say something. If I'm an owner, See, that's one thing I like about Mark Cuban. Um, personally, I you know he he's a he he's a China apologist. That I don't like about him. But one thing he does do is he stands up for his guys. He stands up for his for his uh, for his team. And he said, "Look, if a ref makes a, if a ref makes a bad decision, I'm going to say something, and he he'll eat the fine." Now. Again, Mark Cuban is a billionaire, and the fine to him is, you know, pretty much nothing. But there is still something to be said for it. Referees should not be, they should not be exempt from criticism. If someone wants to be, if someone wants to be criticized, if someone, if someone is part of the game, and referees are part of the game, they can be criticized. Fans get criticized. And they're they're sitting there. Referees deserve to be criticized. They make mistakes. This this ejection of Devin Booker was outrageous. It was outrageous. And it's and also it, it is it is a factor into me not watch not watching sports or not watching basketball as much as I, you know, used to growing up. Cause I just look at some calls and some injections and I'm like, you technicals and I'm like, you, 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 you gotta be, you gotta be crazy. Like what, like what is wrong with you? I mean, I just, I, I couldn't, I could not believe the, I mean, I watched, I watched, you know, everything multiple times. Um, I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm I'm really just sick of the refs being untouchable. They deserve to be criticized. Players get criticized. Coaches get criticized. Owners get criticized. Fans get criticized. Fans get criticized. GMs get criticized. Adam Silver, the commissioner, gets criticized. Why can't the refs? The refs matter. The refs are human. They're not perfect. They're not robots. My goodness, it's just... The the, the NBA has to do something. Because what you have here... um, These are two of the best Western Conference... uh, Two of the best Western Conference teams. Um... So you have you have the Suns and you have the Lakers. Top two top two, you know, some of the top teams in, in the league. They're going against each other. People want to watch great players go against each other. 
They already can't be at the game. So from my home, can I at least watch Devin Booker go up against LeBron James, please? That would be really nice. That would, it would be it would be nice to see. But nope. Nope. It's just 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 too much to ask for. I mean, it's please please just go watch it. Um you know, if if you're not a, if you're not a basketball fan then then you know, it's okay, but for those of you who are basketball fans or sports fans, just go and look at this. Naturally when when you watch sports, you want to see greatness take place. You want to see two great athletes go at it. You want to see people like seeing, you know, Magic versus Bird. People enjoyed that. People liked watching, you know, you know, the 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 Detroit Bad Boys. People like watching greatness unfold before them. And greatness cannot unfold when one of the players that are that's that's great or on their way to greatness is thrown out of the game for a completely absurd reason. Now, let me say this. If if there was an actual, you know, if if Devin Booker were to put the referee in like a chokehold or something, or to, to punch him or to or to, you know, you know, get physical with him, then I would get it. Devin Booker literally did a bounce pass. And I would now now I'll admit it was it was I'll, I'll I'll say it was it was a bounce pass that had had more oomph in it than it than needed to be. But he was ejected for doing a bounce pass. He got it he got he 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 was he got a technical and then he got another technical and he was thrown at the game. It's 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 just absurd. It's just absurd. But the referees should not be exempt from criticism. 